and welcome to the Momming Autism Podcast, where we are providing a positive platform for parents of special needs children to share their stories. We are your hosts, Amanda DeLuca and KDMD, and today um, is a very off-the-cuff, no-script, turning point episode 20 is what I told Katie, um, where we're just going to chat and um, we're just going to go for it. So... Katie and I decided that we wanted to talk about April because April is Autism Awareness Month and um, it seems to be a very, um, I just say controversial, but controversial month for parents uh, sharing their stories and what is the right thing to do, what is the wrong thing to do. Um, and I think it's important to talk about it because in my opinion, which isn't everybody's opinion, is, there is no right or wrong. Um, saying autistic, saying person on the spectrum, saying person with autism. Um, The language changes so frequently that even us as parents who are sharing about it and talking about it and reading about it can't keep up. So uh, we just want to kind of put this out there for those of you who um, are struggling with how to share in April uh, to know that you're not alone and that we're always guessing what we're throwing out into the world too. Yeah? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It's, um, I think, really, the month of April, people wait all year almost, I think. You know, there's people that are, it's complete radio silence, isn't not, you know, saying anything, talking about anything, nothing's getting discussed. And then April hits, and it's like they put their pick-a-battle pants on, and they're, you know, going and swinging, and they're, you know, um, getting into arguments and, and getting into dis- different discussions with different, you know, parents and caregivers and and even people, you know, in professions that help are, you know, are most vulnerable about what, you know, terminology needs to be used, what, you know, what we need to be wearing, what colors, if we're using puzzle pieces, if we're not, if we're, you know, and, and everybody has a different view on it. And that's fine. I, I think there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, for some people, they don't want the diversity of that there's different ways to do things. You know, some people are set in their ways that they feel that everybody needs to wear blue or everyone needs to light it up blue or that everybody needs to, you know, everybody has, you know, something that, and everybody should be doing it the same way. Um, and that just, it's really not the case, but you know, month of April, um, people just get their pick a battle pants on and and it's and it can be vicious it can be scary and and I think you know if in the last year of um, pandemic life can teach anybody anything it's that all of us are in this you know unknown and in this unknown that we need to realize even though if we don't agree on lighted up blue you know puzzle pieces you know whatever it may be rainbow puzzle pieces like it just it really doesn't matter it's all we're all in some chapter or some version or some part of our journey or story where we all need to be supported and and feel like we belong as a community and and the way that i see it is that you know we are one ginormous community we all have different lives our kids are different ages and we very much have different stories but we're one ginormous community that needs to support each other never mind about putting your pick a battle pants on um you know uh instead of doing that you know um take time out of your day pick a few minutes out of your day and make sure another mom feels supported in our community and 
You know, when um, we first received our diagnosis, I always said um, Jackson is on the autism spectrum. And it wasn't really because it had present, been presented to me that way. It's not because um, anyone had said that to me. But in the very beginning, the word saying Jackson is autistic felt very harsh to me. And I don't know why, and I can't explain it. Um, but I think it was just um, something I needed to get comfortable with saying. It felt very harsh to me. It doesn't now. Um, it doesn't now. But... Um, you know, there are some people who say, you know, autism is not an accessory. It is who they are. It's not who they are. I can't keep up. I can hardly get him fed when he gives up his foods. We're hardly getting sleep at night. And today I left the house without my wallet so I couldn't stop and get a sweet tea because I was you know, rushing around from everything else. So mm -hmm. keeping up with what is proper label. But it that's, I think that's the point is that people need to realize there is, you know, you're not going to make everybody happy. Mm -hmm. And, and the thing is, is that everybody in their own eyes and in their journey and their story, that is proper to them saying, you know, my child has autism is proper to, you know, this amount of parents, you know, saying my child is autistic is proper to another set of parents. And that is, you know, that I always see that as part of the puzzle piece because it is so unique. Everybody has this unique piece to the puzzle, um, which is their life and that not everyone's is going to be the same. And that is the beauty in the month of April is that as a community, we can all come together, but individually, every single person gets to share their story if they want to and talk about, you know, their heart or talk about their wins and, and, you know, share what they want to share and celebrate in the way they want to celebrate. Um, and, and it makes it difficult, you know, because people are looking for this right way or wrong way. You know, what is the right way to do, you know, for you, you know, you guys, do things in a certain way and for us we do things in a certain way and you know it is not our job to make sure that everybody agrees with it and I think that's what parents look for a lot of times they want everyone to agree with them well and here's the thing um it's just like anything else there's never going to be a one-size-fits-all there's never going to be a one rule for everyone and we've had this conversation before, not related to Autism Awareness Month, but related to other things. If people are talking about it, if people are bringing awareness or acceptance or whatever term, because that's controversial too, if people mm -hmm. are talking about it and it makes people comfortable to have the conversation with me to ask me what autism looks like in our home, how Jackson is doing, um, you know, what can they do better? Does it matter? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Does it matter? Does it matter how I said it? Because it starts the conversation and that should be the focus for April. Like you said, letting other moms realize that they are supported. And then for us to help other people feel comfortable to ask a question, we share our life on the internet. You do the same. So many of the moms who listen to this podcast do the same. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think even though we share, a lot of people still have a hard time asking questions when we share about you know, stimming or certain therapies or rigid behavior um, because they're afraid that they may say it wrong. And for us to, you know, wonder how we label autism if we're saying it wrong, I understand their, their apprehension to ask questions. And really, I think that's what it should be about is 
normalizing or, you know, making it comfortable for other people to ask questions because people are like children. They cure, they're just curious. Well, and, and I think that maybe sometimes even we, you know, uh, me and you as parents, we think that, you know, it was ever a ghost sometimes. Like sometimes I catch myself thinking, you know, it was like, you know, it was like 50 years ago where da 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 da, like kids were, you know, or go to institutions or any of those things and stuff. So, but the reality of it is our, our society and our community, it hasn't been that many years. You know, we think that it was, you know, ever ago and it hasn't been that many years where, you know, inclusion is part of the dynamic where, you know, um, celebrating autism, all of these things are actually fairly new, you know, like uh, even having autism awareness month hasn't, you know, it's not like it's been around for 20 years. That's what I want to say. Well, and here's um, the thing, people... did you know autism awareness month was a thing before you had a child with autism? Cause I didn't. No. Right. So you don't, you don't know, that's what I'm saying. You don't know what is, you know, not a part of your life. Like if it's not a part of your life and, and you don't know anyone, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. And, and that's, you know, that's just the reality of it. That's the truth about it. So once it becomes, you know, part of your life, you become mer- very more well aware of, of how things are and where, you know, as a community where we started with everything, you know, about inclusion and and you know, the month of April and all of that, like you, it's part, it's a learning curve mm-hmm. and it's a learning curve for everybody in our community that also has families as much as us as parents are learning, you know, our families are learning just, just as much like they, you know, we're having to relay information to them. We're going to have to remind them to wear blue or, you know, put a puzzle piece in their window or all of these things. Everybody is learning together and taking steps together. And I think that's why it's important to not, you know, don't worry about what, you know, somebody else is doing in the month of April. Worry about what you're going to do. What are you going to do to um, not only better your life um, for your child or, you know, if you're a caregiver, whoever, you know, you help support what you're going to do, but like, worry about you stay, you know, stay in your lane, celebrate the way you want to, you know, um, wear blue, don't wear blue, like whatever you want to do, but it's about having that conversation, like you said. And, and I think so many times it's easier for people to not have the conversations. It's easier to not talk about it because, um, when you do, you know, it's going back to, you know, what terminology and and what needs to be said and is it going to offend somebody? And we live in a society right now that is easily offended. Um, that, you know, you say the littlest thing and and people just about come unraveled. So it's, it's hard for people. It's hard for people to have these conversations. It's hard for people to ask what they're supposed to do. Are they, are they supposed to wear blue? Are they not? Are they, you know, supposed to put a blue light in their driveway? Are they, you know, are they supposed to go on an autism walk? Like, what are they supposed to do? You know, and, and they're looking at us as parents, um, to tell them, to tell our communities what to do. And we don't know either. No, (laughs) we don't know. Nobody has a clue. And I think it's important, um, you know, when we got diagnosed um, in May, um, so we had like a full year under our belt before our first mm-hmm. Autism Awareness Month. And I still didn't know. I mean, um, why? Why April 2nd? Why this? Why that? Um, 
because you were worried about so many other things. We were worried about therapy and we were worried about how we were going to get, you know, insurance coverage for all these things and when, how we were going to get him into school. Like, <laughs> but I knew it needed to be talked about. And I think that's truly just the important thing is telling your story. Um, <laughs> when I first started um, sharing about Jackson and sharing an Autism Awareness Month, I would always write a post about Jackson um, in that moment. Who he, mm -hmm. who he was at six years old, at five years old. Um, and I always ended it with, um, I may have autism, but autism won't define me or something. And um, I could see why that was important to me then. Um, but we've grown so much now, where now it's just, we need to teach the kids in Jackson's kindergarten class what autism is and why Jackson mm -hmm. wants to play with them, but he can't approach them or why he might need to stand up and flap his arms when they're in music class. And I think that's where my mindset has shifted to, we just need to help other people be aware that it's okay to talk about, it's okay to ask questions, and that um, there are so many more children diagnosed now than when some of the moms who helped me early on in this journey when their children were diagnosed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, and, and for us, you know, I always, you know, there's so many families and, and that we know personally and then through in the world of social media, but the about celebrating April, like that that's the month, like you don't, you don't celebrate any other time. And, you know, for us, I think that it's important to, you know, be focused and, and important to advocate and all the things that everybody does that are so amazing in the month of April. But there is all these other months. There is so many other months where, you know, just because it's not, you know, Autism Awareness Month or anything like that, like that you can still be, you know, if you're a parent that likes to be involved in your schools, you can still go give presentations. You can still, there's all these opportunities. We, we live in a world now that is full of opportunities and it is important as parents and, you know, even caregivers to, you know, go towards these opportunities and be able to, you know, help communities and help our schools and help, um, just help other people by sharing our stories or, you know, um, educating, educating around what that is you know what is autism what does it you know what does it look like for us and share your story um but there you know there's all these other months besides april where people can be making huge changes in their community they can you know working on inclusion um you know there's just so many things that can be done that i you know i see so often that in the month of april everybody tries to cram everything in like everything, like bake sales for autism and, and, you know, walks and all those things are amazing and wonderful. But, you know, where are you rest of the year? These kids did not go away. It's not, you know, April and that's it. There's all of these other months where, you know, there needs to be the hard conversations have to be talked about. There needs to be, you know, presentations in our schools. There needs to be, you know, walks. There needs to be awareness. Like, it takes a village, not a village that only does things in the month of April, but the village that does it all year round. Mm -hmm. And I think um, you asked me a question when we first jumped on before we hit recording. And I said, um, 
that I feel like I had no complete thoughts this week. I had no um, things of value worth saying. And do you know what you asked me? I don't actually. You were talking about care. You were talking about caregivers and where people are the rest of the year. And I and I said all those things. And you mm-hmm. said, "Are you burnt out?" Mm-hmm. And I think it's important um, while we talk about you know April and trying to cram everything in April and um, you know what are you doing the rest of the year? Caregiver burnout is real, um, and it always it always hits me in the winter. Um, uh-huh. And I question everything that we're doing and I've questioned everything that we've done up until that point in time and I lose sleep over it and I lay there and um, I wonder if we've done enough therapy, if I push the team hard enough, if his IEP goals are good enough, if I should have tried another new food, um, if we're on the right number of supplements, should I be going back to, you know, bare bones of what I know um, for ABA and I burn myself out and I put myself Mm -hmm. into this like swirly panicked state. And Mm -hmm. I think as we approach April and um, the opinions are going to come out for, you know, parents who are new to this and parents who have done this for a long time and about if you wear blue or if you don't, or if you, you know, support a puzzle piece or if you don't. And um, if you do ABA is a big one or if you don't. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think it's so important to say, it's okay if you're not ready. It's okay to take a step back. And it's okay to acknowledge that caregiver burnout is a real thing. And if you're feeling it, your child may be too. And I think in those months, in those moments, when I feel that it's too much, am I doing enough, that Jackson probably needs a break just as much as I do. And it's okay to hit that point. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree. I think, um, you know, we put so much pressure in that, you know, we want just this, the very best, the absolute very best for our kids. And, and we push and push and push and, and schedule and, and ABA and speech and all the things like, you know, cause we just want the best. And sometimes it gets too much that, you know, even us as moms, I can say this for myself, that we don't recognize it. Like we don't recognize we're in the burnout mm-hmm. and and I don't um until somebody's like mm, are you burnt out like because you know you're you're constantly going you're you're constantly going with therapy and then never mind anything to do with advocacy and then you know add on regular just day-to-day life like there's all of these things and it's all layered um you know and it's just it can be a lot so when April comes you know I feel like there's so many families that compare themselves they're like wow this mom is doing a bake sale and this mom and they want to almost like you know like that they need to be doing the same thing you don't that's the thing but that is the beauty in the month of april is that you can do whatever you want whatever you want and and i feel like people miss that all the time and they're like you know they want to be part of the walk and they want to be part of you know the big sale and they want to be part of the you know um graphic on social media and they want to do all of these things and their plates are already full they're already full before the month of april even comes and they want to add all of these things and and it's you know it's important to know as a parent your limits i also think it's important to recognize that one conversation makes a difference yeah letting one 
teacher know that you fully support them and you are thankful for what they do for your child day in and day out makes a difference. Uh And I also think that taking one thing off your plate and letting someone else handle it also makes a difference Uh because it makes you more available to your child. And on top of that, one act of advocacy is all that it takes to create a ripple effect. Uh-huh. Don't that is very true. Don't feel like you have to be the only one, you know, speaking to your police department, speaking to your school board, um, talking to, you know, your local caregivers. It's okay to make one call to action and let other parents feel included to help. And uh-huh. and I didn't know that at the beginning. I had to do it all because if I didn't do it, nobody would. That's not true. Mm-hmm. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was. But I thought it was. Uh huh. You just you don't know what you don't know. It's just, it's one of those things. It's it's a learning experience. Everybody's learning. Everybody's learning about the month of April and why it's so important and and you know what part you play in the month of April and and how you. You know as an individual and and even just your family as a whole just the the most littlest thing that you do what kind of you know ripple effect and what impact it is making it's all important yes it's all you know it is all for you know the bigger picture and i feel like every year that passes you know i see more families getting involved i see you know more families having those conversations and that's a win that is a win all on its own. And and people need to see that, that we, we slowly here are, we're making waves and things are getting better for our kiddos. And the more people that talk about, you know, their journey, their story, or just, you know, talk about their kids on the spectrum and they're wearing blue this month or they're wearing blue, you know, just for one day, whatever it may be. That's wonderful. That, that is the way it should be. And also, our our mission and our story changes every April. Um, when we were nonverbal, we really advocated for nonverbal autism and AAC devices and what that looked like. And, um, you know, when our behavior was our main struggle, we really, you know, advocated for how ABA did work for Jackson. And it does work uh-huh. for him in a school setting. Um, And as he gets older, we're recognizing how important life skills are and learning how to be social and how to recognize safety in our community. So before you judge what somebody is sharing um, in April and about autism, they're in a different place in their journey than you are and than I am and than Katie is. And as long as we're talking about it, as long as we're starting those conversations, I think it's all equally important. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Well, Katie, thank you so much for uh, agreeing to do uh, off the cuff. Um, That's my favorite. (laughs) Since I was struggling to nail down any type of, you know, topic list. uh, Just where I'm at. This This is like my love language. (laughs) 
this gives my, it's my love this gives me anxiety <laughs> this causes my anxiety to soar there is not a list there is not an agenda <laughs> oh this is my love language yeah. i tell you if we would have met years ago you would have known this was my love language so <sighs> it was good it was good well thank you so much and um thank you so much for listening everyone we hope um that this gives you some hope and some inspiration to know that um whatever you're sharing in April, if it feels good to you, then it is right. And that, um, every conversation that we can help start, um, is a huge win for our community. Thank you everyone. And we will talk to you again next week.